same China, different stories. We are the ones that found our way in a new life. Adopted babies, adopted babies from China. My God, you straight up sounded like R two D two. Hello, welcome to another episode of ABC. I am here with an adoptee who I reached out to on Instagram just because, again, I like really enjoyed your posts and I don't know, I enjoyed your energy. It's like I want to talk to her, so I've got Smoopy here with me. And Hello. I absolutely know nothing about you except that you're just very beautiful and your posts. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> that was your main qualifier. You just were like. Here we go. Uh, I mean, I admit some people it's like on oh, Instagram, it's like, okay, I'm going to creep. And then other people it's like, I'm going to creep a little bit more just because, <laughs> like, I, I mean, Instagram knows. It's like people like people, especially pretty people too. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, that's, that's really sweet of you. Yeah. So thanks for reaching out. I'm, I'm really excited to be on this podcast. I, I do a podcast for work, so it's really weird to be on the other end as the guest. I usually am behind the scenes and like directed, so definitely a change of pace. Yeah, and I guess your podcast is adopt adoptee focused. Is that right? Adoptees. It's primarily been Chinese adoptees, adopted babies from China. Mm -hmm. But I feel like sometimes it's good to talk to people who aren't Chinese adoptees, and then there's people on here that are just my old roommates or old friends so mm -hmm. I don't know I'm just recently I've been thinking it's like if you just want to talk to somebody go for it and if they aren't Chinese which by the way I thought you were at first is like okay so that's my mistake it's okay I get that a lot you're not Chinese <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm Vietnamese oh my goodness yeah 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 it's either yeah Chinese or Viet usually one of yeah that's what you get. Okay. 50 <laughs> Oh man. Well, I know nothing about being adopted from Vietnam either. So that's usually how I start. But how, what is your adoption story? And sure. tell me more. Tell me more. Yes, yes. Uh, I feel like every adoptee is like, let's unpack everything. <laughs> unpack um, it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I think like many adoptees, uh, I grew up in a fairly white area. Um, I'm, I'm originally from upstate New York. And I, every time I tell people that, they're like, I say New York and let it be. And they're like, oh, the city. I'm like, no, no, no. <laughs> upstate, like near Rochester. Oh. So um, yeah, that's where I'm originally from. And where do I go from there? Adopted a great, great childhood, like great, great family. I have a adopted brother from Cambodia. Um, he's younger. And then I have a biological sister, my parents. They are 23, so um, only two years younger than me. So we're, we're fairly close and we've always had a really close relationship. So yeah, good good childhood, I guess. But um, yeah, being an adoptee, if I were to kind of sum it up, like my feelings now is that uh, growing up, I think I felt I was in, growing up in such a safe area, I felt like I was like ignorance is bliss. Like that's, that's the best way I think so. Like I was very like yeah. not knowing like many adoptees, it's just your surroundings, I guess, and how you're raised. Um, and as I be became older, I, I've always had a desire to explore my own culture, 
-hmm. but like I've never had enough resources you know just because of the location and you know resources in general like they didn't have any like Vietnamese adoptee clubs nothing specific for that so uh yeah not a lot of that um not a lot back in the day it's it's actually kind of sad not a lot of resources to learn Vietnamese compared to what I could do today like I would google YouTube and be like Vietnamese lessons and it'd be like nothing it'd be like Chinese lessons or something more generic yeah it just wasn't wasn't that thought out yet I guess so not a lot of resources but it didn't like really bother me too much it just was like it'd be a nice to have um but one funny thing I made my brother and I I'm like listen I sat him down like we're Asian so we have have to take chopsticks I made us watch like some learners video I'm like we gotta learn how to use chopsticks it would be (laughs) embarrassing if we like couldn't use it so I I put that in my Asian brownie points but um (laughs) no as I got older I just uh became more uh, interested in um I actually met my ex-boyfriend at the time and he he was Vietnamese it was you know obviously things passed but honestly like him being Vietnamese in his family and everything like really traditional gave me a lot of great opportunities and insight of like my own culture that I would have never had so kudos to that I guess awkwardly but it's true like uh from the get-go like traditions I learned uh I was sent to Vietnamese school oh one side note I I moved to Texas kind of because of him I'm still here love it but um <laughs> hey that's good yeah, exactly right yeah so no no um but I do I do kudos to them like very traditional OG Asian family so I got a taste of what it would be like to be in that you know family setting and um no 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 bad blood but like uh regarding culture I was sent to Vietnamese school like for like at least two years I think so that was a shock like uh I was in the adult class because I, I was like 21 I think when I started so they're mm. like oh are you a student I was like no it's like I'm in the adult class like they're like they thought I was a kid so it was really funny like a teen mm. so I was like no um but yeah I learned my own language took the initiative and even before like going to be music class I tried to study on my own or something and then celebrated touch like new year's or whatever lunar new year's mm. with them and uh, then lastly, I was able to travel to Vietnam with them. I actually vlogged about that a while ago. But just overall, a lot of good opportunities and experiences in my life that gave me, you know, more insight, I guess, of my Vietnamese culture, which is something I've always wanted. And it's definitely something I'll never take for granted, you know, mm-hmm. even though I'm not with that person anymore, you know. So, yeah. yeah. So that's just uh, as an adoptee, it's just, um, I feel we can go into this, whatever your next question, but I, I feel more, I guess now I can say more comfortable with my identity, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially think, because I think you bring up a good point too. And it's, it's like we all, as, I think sometimes like as Chinese adoptees, we're like, oh my goodness, we can't, we're not totally Asian, we're not totally white, but everybody is sort of familiar when it's like, oh yeah, I'm adopted from China. And they immediately like, oh, one child policy, right? Or, yeah, this is a default. This is, thing. this is a default. Now I'm just thinking of adoptees who are from, I guess, even I guess, smaller countries or other, yeah, there's, I mean, there's many countries, of course, but I can't imagine just being able to, well, it's actually nice to get a perspective of somebody who is not a Chinese adoptee in this instance too, because I wonder if like that automatically people assume it's like, oh, you're an Asian adoptee, so you're adopted from China or Korea. And you're like, nope, that's not the case at all. <laughs> yeah, I feel like, how do I word this? 
I guess being an adoptee and Asian to me, I guess in like from an outsider's perspective and in, in my in my thoughts, I feel like it's kind of not too surprising. Even, like to them, it's kind of like either way, like, okay, your parents are white. All right. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think to me, I don't think their initial like go-to would be like, you know, because I know what you're saying. I think I know what you're saying. Like Chinese and Korean adoptees, I think it's more, uh, more presence, I guess. And like, yeah. you know, media and stuff like that. So like, I see what you're saying there, but uh, in all honesty, I feel like they're just like, oh, you're, yeah. I mean, you're Asian, your parents are white. Like, yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I, I really wish, I, I, I kind of envy, I was looking at like, you know, adoptee stories in some time and uh, you know how they have those camps and stuff for like adoptees to learn their culture. And yeah, I, yeah. I, I wish they had, they have like a bunch of Korean ones that looked over the country. Uh, I'm not mm. really sure about the Chinese ones, but they don't have them for just Vietnamese. So unless I haven't searched in a while, but um, yeah, I just, that was something, that would be something I wish would have been a thing when I was an adolescent. So mm-hmm. yeah. Oh yeah, it's like slowly as we are getting into closer to 30, I guess, is when these resources are coming out and it's becoming more accessible. But I think you're right, even the depiction of Asian adoptees usually in film and media is primarily like Chinese or Korean, but mm-hmm. not really like the smaller groups of Asian population. I wonder if it's too. just because maybe like they're funding or something, like, you know, I wonder. Like they get more... I don't know too much information. I'm just <laughs> making assumptions here. I know. I mean, I, I'm under the assumption that, especially for Korea, that's been, I guess, Korean War and was much earlier than, I guess, one child policy. History-wise, I'm trying to think the timeline. But a lot of Korean adoptees now are like 50s, getting into their 60s, much older. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of Chinese adoptees, we are probably like 30s, 40s, maybes, mm-hmm. maybes <laughs> of the time. So I wonder, I can't imagine when there was the Vietnam War, but I don't imagine, like, was there a lot of adoption because of that? Like, is there a big event? I don't know if you know, but I don't There is, yeah, I don't know too much of the history, so no one come at me, but I know there was like airlift, if you look up airlift babies, it was a big, I, I can't expand on it, but look up like airlift babies, something about where a lot of babies were in orphanages, and that's why a bunch of think older Vietnamese adoptees not not like millennials I think older uh mm. Gen X got adopted I remember like hearing I remember being part of like a Vietnamese adoptee group but it was definitely for the older adoptees so I could I could definitely uh vouch for that mm-hmm. but I do I do agree with um what you're saying for the Korean adoptees I, I agree they are older because I've been on a lot of uh, clubhouse rooms with uh, mm-hmm. adoptees forums and maybe you've been on them maybe I've noticed each time most of the Korean adoptees that uh, speak are quite older, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess, I, yeah, I'm just under the impression there's always, like, some sort of historical moment that <laughs> America did to some other place, or maybe the country itself did it to themselves, but, yeah, because, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's like, Korea, Korean War, oh, yeah, America did a lot to that, and one child yeah. policy, I think China did that to themselves, but you mm-hmm. know it's a whole it's always something for sure for sure it's always something so you mentioned you do podcasting for work like do you also yeah, interview yeah. People? oh no no. <laughs> no I work in an industry that I'm not um it's not my like go-to it's very technical it's like an engineering firm so uh it's very technical and a lot of like tools used for like drilling so very 
engineering focus. So no, I do not, to answer your question, no, I do not interview them, but I uh, coordinate the list, guest list. We're on season three right now. Uh, we've created a studio in our office, which is pretty fun to make. And I shoot everything. I work with an audio engineer to like, work oh, on. Yeah. so yeah, it's part of a work, a work thing. But yeah, I, it is, it is super a fun part of my job, I'd say. It's fascinating. Yeah. With with the industry you work in, what the podcast is possibly about. Hmm. Then there's a podcast for like everything. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but you actually seem to have like a pretty nice online presence in the social world, though, like Instagram and TikTok. TikTok. Yeah, yeah. I I am trying. Um, it, it's no, it's a good outlet. I. Uh, I've always kind of been a social media fiend, you know, people mm -hmm. oh, like taking pictures of their food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. <laughs> but uh, no, I uh, actually, I did a lot. What kind of, I, I'm in marketing. So that's mm, yeah, background. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I was in college, I did a lot of, you know, I think even a little, yeah, beginning of college, I did like a lot of brand endorsements and stuff like through my YouTube channel. And mm. um, before, you know, micro influencing and all that stuff for that was saturated. Now, now it's saturated in my, right. in my had you know people coming out like ooh trying to sell you stuff uh yeah but uh before it was kind of overly saturated I I got a lot of good brand deals which is really cool a great experience that made me really want to pursue marketing during college so mm -hmm. that's kind of where it took off and I've always just like Instagram it's just super super fun and I like being creative in that way and then I kind of took a break and life just got crazier I just you know didn't have motivation or commitment to it so um, I'm just kind of back on that grind to great content and it's a good outlet to keep mm -hmm. you know my mind busy so yeah it's, it's something I really enjoy so good that you do the creative thing wait so you grew up in upstate New York but you got mm -hmm. you're now in Texas mm -hmm. and you said it's because of somebody else that you like went to Texas but did you mm -hmm. go to a university or like a trade school or something up in tech in New York or? yeah yeah mm -hmm. yep I did I went to like a small state school and oh, small state school yeah, there's, yeah. A lot of, there's a lot of those in New York. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I know every time I mention it, they're like, oh, yeah, I love meeting. It's funny meeting people that you in areas you grew up with down here. Cause it's like, you moved here too across the country, you know? So, oh, yeah. Well, because yeah. what part of Texas are you in now? Uh, Houston. Houston. Okay. That seems random I feel like a lot of people will go to Austin versus like, oh Houston for sure I yeah for sure Austin and Dallas are to me Austin is like the baby they're like a mini wannabe California and they actually are turning into that because of the housing market and everyone's moving all a lot of tech companies are moving to Austin too so Houston is very old school but I like it people are super friendly and yeah I've, I've enjoyed living here it's been about like four years I think so. oh wow yeah shoot so you won't be coming back to New York anytime soon. I mean, I see all these people moving to New York City. I said, if I get my dream job. <laughs> if you get your dream I, job. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just want to like be that person. Be like, I live in the city. Just like, not like, like I'd rather work in the city. I don't know if I'd be able to like live, live there. But I know my mom would like that. Cause she's like, move back. So move like, back. Oh. Move to Manhattan, live in Manhattan. I'll visit you, right? <laughs> <laughs> I know you guys do the adopting NYC meetups. And I was like, they look so mm. fun. Yeah, I mean, I discovered the New York City meetup like through the SAC group or something recently. And then there's like a whole, there's like a couple big organizations for transracial 
transracial? No, I think just international adoptees. There's a couple big mm. organizations that are more branded towards international adoptees, though primarily a lot of them are Asian adoptees. Yeah. Korean and Chinese. That's how it is. For right? sure, for sure. And they've been around for a while, but I think New York is a very big hotspot for that. I feel like that's the right word to use <laughs> of like mm-hmm. these organizations too. I wonder if there's any down where you are or they're like slowly developing, hopefully. I do not know. I have not looked into that. So. <laughs> now I have like a personal question because I was like, are you currently dating another adoptee or did you find some other? <laughs> Who's Jill? Yeah, I post about him all the time. Yeah, I'm currently yeah, dating. Like... Um, he's my boyfriend. He's not an adoptee, but he's Korean American. His name's Andrew. Shout out, Andrew. <laughs> but uh, I told him that, hey, I can get an interview on an adoptee podcast. But uh, yeah, he's. My current boyfriend right now, so, yeah. Is Korean, though. Korean American. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. Oh, man, okay. It's like all the Asian culture is mixed. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it's, oh my goodness, it's, uh, I don't know, I just, I was talking to other adoptees because we were just joking. I've, I've, I honestly, through this pandemic, I've made so many adoptee friends thanks mm-hmm. to, like, the groups created. It's been great and really great people I met, and, uh, some of them are dating other Korean um, Koreans or Korean adoptees, so we kind of bond about that. We're like, "Is your boyfriend Gigi? He's a Korean?" So we'll just like joke about that um, as a joke. But, right, yeah. right. So I mean, you get to enjoy the food and everything too. Right? I do. So. We he. Oh my god, we made like. Uh, oh, I don't. I'm not gonna butcher the name, but it's that. Did you ever see the movie Parasite? yeah okay so the you know like the, the maid makes that or the yeah yeah meat, yeah meat with the yeah the, the spaghetti oh my god Andrew's gonna like be like what the heck <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so that's what we made and he oh my god he knew what to do it was so good like mm-hmm. I'm telling you that's honestly Asian food is just like chef oh, kiss, yeah. oh you know? yeah well after the after Parasite came out that dish was very popular that everybody wanted to make it or they found ways to consume it outside in the world but I think there was Mm -hmm. a big spike after that movie came out of people consuming that particular dish that I can't think of the name of either I mean either it's it's slipping my mind but it's it was it was busting it's like some name that somebody will let us know what it is later yeah (laughs) like guys come on I love it I mean I don't really get feedback or anything on podcasts because like it just goes out to the streams but it's not necessarily like somebody can comment on it and be like hey or well I guess technically if I post that about the episode on Instagram someone could be like hey that's this or that but yeah so I don't I'm like whatever (laughs) just here it's just here it's out there (laughs) listen if you want listen if you want don't listen I'm just making this for me and (laughs) I'm having fun for sure That's, that's what that's what it's about Oh man. Okay, so you kind of touched on this earlier. You we have a vlog about it, which I guess I'll have to like go look that that up too. But because I always usually ask people like adoptees, like, do you want to go back to your country? Mm-hmm. Do you like where you were adopted from? Is it the orphanage or like nah? But you went back to Vietnam. Yeah, with uh honestly probably the perfect people too. Like they had uh family there I believe yeah we had the family there so it was very easy to get around like we didn't have to do any like touristy stuff it was it was it was honestly such a funny experience because like even though I'm American like we I, we stand out pretty 
much, but they they would be like trying to talk to me to me as an adoptee. It's like imposter, <laughs> like you know, like. Uh, but no, no, yeah, yeah, I uh, I went back there, so that was dope. <laughs> did you stay for a long time, or did you, was it like a short duration? It was a short duration. It was like a vacation. Oh, okay, like a short. But you got to do, I guess, like touristy things, and then. Yeah, yeah. And then, do you know the whereabouts of like your orphanage is still around? Because sometimes they're. I don't know. Anymore. I I do not know if it is. Oh man. I yeah. I don't really. I don't. I wouldn't think it would be honestly with how rapid Vietnam's finally getting up to speed. I know it's like because it used to, when my parents got me in the nineties, it was like developing and it still is but I think it's definitely come a long way so I'll just chill <laughs> a little break popcorn break I like it there's a lot of freedom with doing something like this and not trying to make money yet I don't know if I want oh, to. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. To their own. <laughs> Hold on to the conversation. You you know the marketing stuff. You're like, all right. Impressions and ROI. It's a whole. Oh, yeah. yeah no, 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 no. <laughs> don't get me started. <laughs> oh, I know. Do you think you'll go back? Have you traveled elsewhere in Asia or want to go anywhere else in Asia? Uh, I went to uh, Thailand with them. Um, but yeah, I want to go to like Korea, obviously. I want to go to mm-hmm. Japan. Um, I want to go to Singapore too. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, yeah. So. All these beautiful places. And now that we're slowly coming out of this lovely 2020 pandemic, because it still feels like it's 2020. That's on the table. It's weird. We are in. <laughs> we're in a simulation. So. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I feel that way. I feel that way. It's like, are we? Who's... During like during the pandemic, I felt like a sim, you know, like the game Sims. I was like yes. doing the same stuff every day. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, so... I know. I was thinking today is like I've been going back to the office. It was first two days a week, and then it became three days a week, and soon it's going to be like every day. I think after the holiday, the no Independence Day oh every God. day, and I have to be there at like nine, sometimes eight thirty. I'm like, how am I going to do oh this? God. You work, you work remotely though, or do you have to go back into your office at some point? Cause I, yeah, I am a lucky person. I get hybrid so I can go in, um, mainly for the shoots I do. And then I just work from home. Okay. I think Texas is one of the first States to lift the mask mandate. Back in- yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yep. Yeah. We used to wear masks. Um, but it's just uh, that's how it is here. <laughs> I, guess. Has, I guess that's Texas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it is great that vaccinations are rolled out. And oh you know. yeah, I think that's the only reason why it feels like it's easier to meet people in New York now mm-hmm. because it's like oh, vaccinated can go meet some people and be outside. For sure, my sister is like they still only have. I don't know when, but I remember she was like, they only have like outdoor dining. So I remember I was like eating inside like three months before. It's just just crazy how states are handling it. Oh yeah. 
oh yeah so i went to get my cereal and i came back to the counter to pour milk in and i was like where did my milk go i somehow in between getting my cereal put the milk back in the fridge when i had taken it out you know those moments <laughs> yes it's one of those days i totally get that yeah yeah i was like is, is there something in the air and i think there is some sort of something with the moon today like maybe oh don't don't get me started astrology yeah no i it is um we're still in retrograde <laughs> they're gonna turn whoever's listening is gonna turn off they're like not this not this, not this, not this stuff come uh, on guys <laughs> i mean <laughs> wait when's your birthday i'm gonna be that person I, i'm I september i'm september 14 virgo mm-hmm. my god i'm dating a virgo and i said i'd never date a virgo oh so man yeah here i am the clown <laughs> and so. a virgo dude too hmm. i know and that's i was like Libra and Virgo men are a no-go. And I was like, well. <laughs> Here we are. Oh, you're a Libra? Yeah. You said you're a Libra? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. What? I mean, just like being friends with Vir- uh, Libra Libra girls is like tough for me as a, I guess it's a Virgo <laughs> sometimes. Because <laughs> I think there's more emotion. She's like, y'all are just too much. Yeah. We are, um, I will admit, we're pretty eccentric and... I don't know. I I think I have a filter though. Like I, I don't go out of. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking. Somebody <laughs> listening and be like, "Hell no, she's lying." <laughs> Andrew's gonna be like, "Excuse me, all that is a lie." <laughs> I know. <laughs> she's like, "Y'all, don't listen to her." Yeah. She bro. I don't know. I think there's some. I do think there's some truth to like if something's happening outside, like the weather. If it's like muggy or hot af as it has been the past few days it was like 90 degrees with humidity and you're just dying people were acting Ew. different there was some some craziness happening that it's it's the heat it's the heat it is <laughs> the humidity i guess i can't complain about heat because you are in texas but is it like a dry heat you don't get the humidity or you do nope nope, nope. it's not like nevada where it's dry it's not as humid as florida but it's pretty humid oh okay Yeah. Then I so no, we don't get that it. luxury. <laughs> <laughs> we do not get that luxury. I l- I like a dry heat, but. Oh man, I feel like I asked my really important questions, and I was like, now meeting you, I'm like, oh my goodness. But Korean boyfriend, Korean American boyfriend, I should say. <laughs> oh my god. Your job is interesting. Yeah, you do post about it. So I was like, I can ask about that. She she posts about him. She knows. Oh she yeah, knows. it's not invasive at all. I'm very I'm very open about that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, your TikToks are pretty funny too, from what I've seen. Oh thanks. <laughs> I swear yeah. it's just for fun. Like I just I don't know. I I like trends. I like humor. So perfect combination. I think I showed your profile to somebody, actually a fellow Libra, if we're gonna be funny about that. I was like, and she's like, oh, she has like chuggy. And I was like, what is, what's that? What's that? What is that? So now I'm gonna ask you, what is chuggy? It's such a Gen Z term. Oh my God, I sound so cringy kind of thing. But um, <laughs> I, I'm a cusper, don't worry guys. No, but uh, no, um, chuggy is like cringe. It's like the new cringe word to, and like means like kind of out of, out of date and like think of like live laugh love vibes <laughs> that's kind of like just not not on not even not on just like cringy and just like i don't know, try hard those are the words that come to mind when i think of chuggy and i'm just like that's chuggy <laughs> so yeah i try hard it's like yo don't be chuggy <laughs> so it's just funny to me i like the word 
Okay. That's a better explanation than when I looked it up on Urban Dictionary. It was very specific oh, or something. Uh, oh God, what did it what did it say? It was saying something like chuggy means when you're into something that was only that was hip like three years ago, or whatever. So it was like things from 2016 would now be considered chuggy. And I was like, really? Yeah, that is true. Like you know, like think of the meme. Like an example would be like, you know, that dog Snapchat filter, if you're still using that, that's chuggy. Oh yeah, I mean that that filter is pretty old now. Yeah, I'm really using that all the time in college. But yeah, I just oh, I yeah. get a kick out of it. So I was like anti chuggy, and there's so many like <laughs> Instagram pages called like chuggy is us or something, or you can blurt that out. But there's like super funny, and <laughs> like people just post like what celebrities are chuggy, and like there's like a bunch of polls, and I'm like yo oh, chuggy. So I don't know, I get a kick out of uh, humor like that. So. I can't keep up. I cannot. I'm trying to keep up. I cannot keep up. <laughs> that makes me sound old, but we're not. I'm not old. <laughs> nah, nah. You can sit your own. I was like, I'm yeah. not, not that old, to be honest. It's <laughs> appearing <laughs> 30, but not quite there. Yeah, even know, you're, 30s. You're Asian. Yeah, it's, you're Asian, remember? So you, we get an extra, we get a pass, we get extra yes. years. Get that extra like 10 years mm-hmm. for sure our internet i mean at least it's not like aol mine's always bad at night yeah sorry but it's coming back so it's not totally crashing everybody's streaming yeah. maybe i don't know i think so that's usually how it goes right yeah yeah we did pick like a post-dinner stream netflix time, time. yeah netflix <laughs> time or hbo max maybe everybody's watching in the heights who knows probably that just came out on the hbo max when this releases it'll have been out for like two weeks <laughs> is there anything you want to hear from other adoptees or other people who i guess like no asian adoptees or anything you wouldn't want to hear as a adoptee not from china i should say <laughs> yeah there's a lot of uh wait that was, that was like three questions so like what it was like uh I want to hear well I, I in general I like to hear um okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like yeah I I, uh, I like to hear other adoptees perspectives and kind of how you know how they feel growing up I mean the whole growing up thing to me is very similar like, yes I'm not saying all of us are the same but pretty much all of us kind of had very you know very white area like that but I'd, I'd like seeing which adoptees explored their culture and I really like to say I listened to one of your episodes and they said like you said you said it like wasn't uncommon for the the younger adoptee to not be as involved in their culture and I'm like dude that's so true like my brother like has no desire at all and I always ask him like do you want to learn Khmer and he's like no and I'm like oh okay <laughs> oh. So, yeah so I, I thought that was interesting because I, I feel like that's a common theme that I've seen too with the Asian adoptees so I, I thought that was cool but yeah I like just seeing who's explored their culture and I, I really like not not I guess fully knowing myself growing up like and mainly I think in college is when I really realized I was like an adoptee because like I said I already mentioned maybe earlier how I grew up pretty young or grew up very naive and very mm-hmm. you know ignorance is bliss not really knowing like oh like, I'm a minority but like oh but now it's like in college, I tried to hang out with, like, Asians, um, 
So like there was like downstate, you know, New York City Asian Chinese yeah. would come up. They were super cool, but like I just did not fit in. Like I just they'd be like, "You never had pho? Like you never had boba?" And like, "Are you mixed?" Like that kind of cause my last name. So just like they just like it was like poof, like their mind blown. I'm just like, nah, I'm just adopted. Like it's just a uh, you know, and, and there's you know no ill intent, just like not having a connection to bond with and it kind of mm-hmm. added a little confusion to like where do I fit in you know because it's like I want to be quote quote you know with more of my Asian roots that I feel so out of place so yeah just it was kind of like I guess like a little baby culture shock or whatever identity shock if you want to call it that but mm-hmm. um I think with the years passing and you know, me learning more about my culture and understanding just not even culture itself, just my myself and growing like with any, mm-hmm. any, anything. It just like, yeah, I, uh, I just feel way more comfortable compared to what I used to be with how I viewed myself as an adoptee, you know, like, okay, yes, I'm adoptee. Yes. Like I, you know, I'm still pretty white like, <laughs> compared to some Asians, but I think I've, I've, I think I, I'm going to pat myself on my own back, but I think I'm a good chameleon. I'm able to sometimes blend in mm. and like, you know what I'm saying? Like enough like culture to yeah, yeah, yeah. blend and not be su- such a sore thumb on certain things, but it's still kind of obvious. If you watch me, <laughs> watch me with chopsticks, you'd be like, dude, okay. like my boyfriend's like, why do you do it that way? I was like, it's what I was learned. Leave me alone. Cause I know there's different ways. Like, you know, Asian Americans would say there's, you know there's the quote quote proper way or like actual way that they do and then people who learn like do videos and how to's it's like the American whatever American way or the not not real way so it's funny like the, you have to hold it I don't know and he's like trying to do this I'm like I don't want to do this right now I'm hungry so oh yeah sorry where did I leave off <laughs> it totally it totally cut you off during your explanation of the difference between I guess I, just, I didn't know there was different ways of holding chopsticks yes okay I can start over so Apparently, I didn't know that there's different ways you're supposed to hold chopsticks. So when I was uh, using them in front of my boyfriend, he's like, "Why? Like, what are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "Dude, like, it's just like this." And I think even, yeah, like you just compare it with like I, my other Asian friends, or my, and um, they're just like, "Yeah, no, you hold it like there's different ways. Like, there's a way when you learn on like the YouTube how-to videos, which I did like the American way or whatever, and then yeah. there's like." The actual growing up in a you know Asian household way so I was like what am I doing wrong <laughs> so oh. it just was funny so oh. yeah it's, is it really wrong or is it just your the right way in a different view exactly that's what I said and I was like I'm just trying to eat here <laughs> yeah so. why are you judging me on how yeah. I'm using at least I'm consuming the food with the sticks <laughs> for sure did you know though actually in um is it is it rolls not nigiri yeah it's not nigiri or actual sashimi used chopsticks but rolls you actually can use your fingers it's more traditional i actually learned that yeah that's really wonderful to know not that that you like would want to because still you know there but if you if you really can't use the chopstick i think i went out with my sister i'm like you can just use your because she's like i don't want to use these i was like she's like just use your hands for the rolls you're good she ate rolls anyways so yeah. Wow. Okay. I am kind of surprised, but I shouldn't be that surprised. But it's a similar dynamic in your family with your younger brother. He's like, nah, I'm not that interested. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe later. Maybe never. Maybe <laughs> never. Yeah, you know? That's so and true. like, yeah. I think I never adopt, excuse me. 
yeah I think every adoptee has like do whatever they feel that is necessary like so I'm doing like my birth search actually like I don't I never had a desire when I was younger and I was like yeah like whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I'm like as I get older I just want to know if they're there you know it's the curiosity yeah. kind of there but it's like are you yeah. alive are yeah you alive, alive? Do I look like you? Yeah. yeah. No. That's honestly the main. I'm like, who do I look like? Yeah. But it's okay. Like, honestly, I'm fine with, if they don't find anything, that's fine. I just want to know. Like, I don't want to, because I was thinking I'm getting, you know, older and like, they're probably boomer age, maybe. So I'm Mm -hmm. just like, all right, like, if they are out there, they're going to be old as, old as dust. (laughs) That's fine. Like, I can, if I was older, you know, to actually... You know, I don't want to wait, I guess, till I'm like 40 or something, you know. Are there like databases and stuff that you can put your DNA into? Or like, how, how do you go about your search? Because, I mean, Chinese adoption is like finally starting to have like big databases and stuff, and Korean adoptees have theirs too. Mm-hmm. But like, again, smaller, smaller populations. I'm assuming smaller. Yeah, yeah, actually. So I, I've, uh, not worked enough and expanded my resources, I guess, to kind of pursue it. So I have the contact who was in charge of my orphanage. Um, and she did the birth searches themselves, but um, instead of going through her directly, I made another, another Vietnamese adoptee uh, lended me a, a company that does, or, you know, a, a search company that does that for Vietnamese adoptees. And they have, oh. you know, yeah, contacts in the provinces, apparently, and they go through. I, so it's super great. I, I gave them, you know, my con- the contact information from, you know, my orphanage mm-hmm. person or whatever. So, yeah, so it was, it was super lucky to make this connection. And he offered to, you know, give me the contact to get started on the search. So Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'm sure like yeah. other adoptees would find that fascinating to hear too. I find that I was saying I think it was partially out of ignorance, but I didn't realize Vietnam also has provinces versus like territories or something. And I don't know if that's like every yeah. country in Asia has that or not. <laughs> As you can tell, I don't really do significant research before I ask these questions too. So it's all good. It's all you're, real. you're the host. It's- your podcast though it's like real time I don't know nor am I going to take time to go look it up (laughs) someone can tell me but yeah I don't know that truly didn't know that I mean I think Vietnam and the culture around that especially in America we only really were taught about like the Vietnam War yeah super annoying like yeah I remember growing up like I I didn't get like fully bullied but I got like in middle school just because you know minority and you know yeah. being like Asian person there and this stupid kid was like are you sorry for the Vietnam War I was like I wasn't there so like what the hell <laughs> just like crappy stuff and the dog eating comments and just uh, you know oh my uh, yeah it's uh inevitable I guess in middle middle school's rough so middle school is rough yeah. high school I think is not as rough as middle school I feel like middle school like middle school everyone's just trying to find themselves mm-hmm. fit in and then yeah <laughs> pretty much and that it's it's a bummer it's not until like your I guess mid to late 20s that you truly feel like 
I'm happy with who I am and no one can tell Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah. A hundred, hundred and ten percent. I think with life experience and mm. I, it's so funny to me how like, you know, like you think back when you're, you're 18 year old self and you think you're like a true adult and I'm like, bro, I was a baby. Like, why did I think I knew it? Or at least I thought I was like, I'm confident enough. I could be like, you know, most 18 year olds, it's like, all right, I'm 18 now. It's like, even 21, you're still not, you know, mm. and I know we still got many years, like, you know, to do whatever we want in our lives, but it's just so yeah. funny that, like, I think you, I agree with you on that. Like, I feel like my mid-20s, I starting to kind of see, like, who I am, <laughs> what I need to do, you know, so. You know, and then, like, late 20s, you kind of start to not care. Slowly. That's what I heard. Like, my boss is 30, and he's super cool. We always talk. He's like, yeah, you just learn to not care. I'm like, like, how do you not care? Yeah. It's like, I got more important things to worry about than being cool, I guess. For sure. I mean, like, we're each our own unique person, supposedly. Yay to being late twenty, mid to late 20s. Woo! And we get to have all these That's archives of our memories. Day. Yeah. I know. I know. Crazy. It's crazy. Well, oh, would you like to share your socials and all the cool things you do to promote? Sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Self-promote. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Instagram's iSchmoopy. There was an I in front of it because regular Schmoopy was taken. So I whatever <laughs> and uh, I have everything linked uh, I do YouTube um, doing a lot of lifestyle videos fashion trends styling humor just just being me nothing else you know to it um, and then yeah it's pretty much I'm on TikTok too as well so if you see my TikToks on your video page please give them a like so yeah this is schmoopy <laughs> yay and then just in case, spell that out for the people who are like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I-S-H-M-O-O-P-I-E. Pie. Yes, that's perfect. Uh, yeah. No. Oh, darn. I was like, Instagram knows that I like to watch you and that sounds creepy. Wow. <laughs> nah, I, I appreciate it. No, this was great. Um, this is such a mellow, cool, freeform podcast that gives like great uh spotlight to adoptees have you um i want to reference you have you another adoptee if you want um have you uh are, you might have already have you interviewed kira yet you might have kira oman oman sound familiar okay she's like Wait, she's like an actress yeah. yeah she's a badass yeah and i haven't community. yet i think i reached out to her uh, like, when i first started but there wasn't enough going on mm -hmm. Yeah, I know she's really busy, but she's such a, if you're looking for more of like an adoptee advocate conversation, then I mean, mm. I'm giving her a free plug, but like, it's true. She's, she's yeah. me, such a strong, cool adoptee. So if you want another guest, try to reach out. Yeah, I would. I should. Yeah. I had met like, a, I had met a Chinese adoptee who's like a gymnast and like I met her in person, but it didn't really come up. And she's like, yeah. Yeah, it's because, like, as a gymnastics, like, doing gymnast stuff or whatever, I have to do this and stuff for training. And then, like, on her social, her Instagram, later, I'm like, oh, well, you're, like, training with that big U.S. Olympic gymnast who won, like, That's all those awesome. gold medals. Oh, my God. 
I won't like oh. name drop her or anything just in case mm-hmm. and ask her but I was like oh you're just like casually talking about being a gymnast but oh wait you actually are like Olympic level like legit yeah that's that's so dope it does every time we're trying to talk to each other it's like it's like never mind <laughs> so if we met in person this wouldn't be an issue but you know <laughs> I know I know I actually to be honest I, I see a lot of adoptee friends are in New York City I've never I worked there once but I had a friend that like it was only like for two days or whatever but like she navigated over but I want to actually do a day trip there yeah uh, like a solo trip or something or like maybe bring my boyfriend or something and like yeah I want to meet up you know with you guys and stuff yeah. and show me around because I want to become a cool local <laughs> yeah I mean, there's so many uh, of us here so many yeah I was like I'm just like starting to meet all those people, like all the Asian adoptees in New York. Mm-hmm. Like, oh wow, there's a lot of us. Most of them are living in Manhattan too. I was like, oh, I'm the only one in Queens right now. Okay, cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're in Queens. Got them. Like, yeah, cool. someone's like, you seem like a New Yorker. I was like, oh yeah. <laughs> you got the you got the fashion sets shirt for sure. I was like, okay, that's why I thought you were in New York. Actually, when I initially contacted oh. you, I was like, oh, yeah, you're, like, in New York, right? You're like, nope, I'm in Texas. Like, what? No, I, I used to be. Now, even even when I went to my state school, they're like, are you a downstater? I was like, no. A downstater. Thank you. <laughs> are you a city girl? Yeah. City gal? I've always wanted to be a city gal, so. I mean, there's know. time if you want to, even if you want to do for a year. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Stinky, come here. Say hi. Oh, is your, your cat? Yeah, cats are so finicky. Come here. Nope, he's not coming. He just laid down and like I'm done with this day. Oh, oh, he's coming. Come here, say hi. <gasps> it's funny because I never used to be a cat person, but until I got him as a quarantine cat. Come here. You got him as a quarantine cat, like you. Yeah. Or, yeah. During or during the pandemic, I met. Did you? I guess um, I mean I was like, did you find him on the street or? <laughs> oh no, no, no! He was the rescue though. Creeper, you are a sweet boy. Yeah, look at that face. <laughs> oh, I should right, screenshot I, I, that. that was I love, I love animals, as you can tell. So. Oh yeah, you should have. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I missed but, it. Come back, stinky. Stinky, I don't go stinky. But do you have any? Do you have any pets? I do not. I do not. I don't. I can. I feel like I'm still trying to take care of myself, but I. I'm not. Sure oh, to that's take care fair. Of another. Yeah. You got it. It's your first, and then I say that that you think he's emotional support. <laughs> that's fair, though. I mean, there's a lot of people I know who have gotten pets, actually mostly cats, during this past year. Yeah, he's helped me so okay. much. It sounds stupid, but it's true. Like. Oh yeah, people so. are like love their pets too. It's like yeah, I wouldn't want to like find or get a pet and fall in love and then decide that I want to like do something with my life and what do I do with this pet like is it, can it come with me I don't know yeah so you get a cat because it's less needy it is less needy less work but they they're they can be very intense and very pleasant so I can't hate that for sure versus for dogs sure. which is like go 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 yeah they need you they need you all the time they need you all the time mm-hmm but yeah, it was really fun to meet you, though. Yeah, no, this was this was great. This was super fun. This was super fun. Like, but thanks again for having me on. I, I yes, really thank you. It. I appreciate yeah. it too. I would like to say goodbye for now. Because <laughs> I do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and thank you for listening to ABC. If you would like to reach me, it's at, it's at Adopt the Baby.
Jesus. Amen.